0: Creating the right environment for change and for getting the best out of yourself is one of the simplest but most powerful things that you can do, yet we don't always think about how we can hack our own environment and circumstances to really smooth the path towards making change and creating healthy habits. So today we're going to dive into exactly what hacking your environment means and explore a few practical examples that are going to really get your cogs wearing, ready to hack your own environment for success. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness podcast, bringing you a weekly dose of fitness and wellness inspiration as we explore together how to get motivated and create a realistic and achievable way to stay active within a busy life while stepping away from guilt and the diet roller coaster for good. Together, we'll unpack some of the myths and unhelpful messages from the traditional fitness and diet industry so that you can find a better, kinder, more helpful way to fit exercise and wellness strategies into your life improve your confidence, and feel amazing. I'm your host, women's fitness and wellbeing coach, Alex Hubble, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, and a firm believer that exercise and eating well can go hand in hand with chocolate, wine, and lots of rest to create a happy life. You can find out more about me at chickfit.co.uk or head to my social media channels at AlexChickFit. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness, and it's February. Now, I have to be honest, I know most people hate January with a passion, but I'm actually okay with that that month. It's February that I really struggle with. Now, I know it's a short month. I know it's over with relatively quickly, but doesn't it just feel like it's time for better weather, a bit more warmth? And even though I love the cold months, I like the contrast of the seasons. I like that in winter, you get to hibernate a bit more, get cozy, light the fire, all those things. I just think that by the time February arrives, I'm over it. I'm ready for something a little bit warmer. So what I want to do this month in the podcast is to get you ready for brighter things in spring. It's a really, really good time to start bringing ourselves out of hibernation, to start doing that little bit of prep work so that when spring arrives, you feel really, really ready to make the most of it. And so over this month, I'm going to be talking about a few topics that I think are going to really help you to prep yourself, prep your mindset for spring. So I'm going to be covering things like healthy habit change. So how to do it, how not to do it. I'm going to talk about the power of actually choosing. And I think that's going to be a really valuable episode because it may shed some light for you on certain things which have felt uncomfortable, frustrating in your life, why that might be, and how you can use the power of choice to get past that. And then I'm going to finish the month talking about exercise choice, you know, particularly if you're looking to ramp up the exercise that you're doing in the spring. I think that, you know, we heard this message of, you know, just find something you love and everything will be easy, everything will be okay. Okay. But I think that misses a couple of important things. And I'm just not sure it's quite as simple as that. So I want to dive into that a little bit more and see what we can learn from that that is going to help us to create a workout routine that is right for us individually. So, with that in mind, today I'm going to talk about a particular aspect of habit change, of getting the best out of yourself, that is often ignored, but something that I know can have a really, really, really big impact. I'm going to share a freebie with you at the end. So the freebie is all about habit change. So it's going to really help you with this as well. And it's going to, you know, take you through step by step how you make that habit change, how you make the mindset change to create healthy new habits. But I'm going to tell you a bit more about that later on in the episode. But first, let's get into this idea of hacking your environment. So what exactly am I talking about? Because you might be thinking like, what what is hacking your environment? I don't get it. Well, what it really is, is creating the right circumstances, the right environment for you to make change as easy as possible. Because as you will know, if you've listened to previous episodes of this podcast, our brain can play tricks on us. Our brain can work against us. Our brain wants to protect us and keep things the same and blah, 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 blah which means that it will often try and get in the way when you're trying to make change, even when that change is towards something good, even when that change is towards something that you would like to do. So what we have to do is we have to create the environment around us that is going to reduce that resistance and reduce the amount of active thinking that we have to do. The less we have to think about something, the better. It's going to make it that much easier for us to move forward. And, you know, it reduces the opportunity for excuses and ultimately it reduces the opportunity to not do the thing. So what I'm going to do today, rather than go into like a load of theory around this, I'm going to get into some examples. And I want to start off by kind of giving you an example of an unhacked environment. So this is an environment that you might relate to. You might be like, oh yeah, (laughs) I've been there. I've done that. I know that feeling. And so this is an environment that is not ideally set up to help you to do the thing that you want to do. So the example I'm going to use is that you've decided you want to do more exercise. Okay, Something a lot of us decide, a lot of us want to do, but we struggle with. Now, you might have done all of these things, you might have done some of these things, but you know, all of these things that I'm going to talk about now are examples of resistance, examples of resistance that are created within your environment, which stop you from doing the thing. So you decide you want to do more exercise. You wake up in the morning, you're going to do that workout. But the first thing is that you go to your your drawers or your wardrobe and you find that your favourite workout clothes are buried somewhere in there. You don't know where they are. You've not seen them for a while. Your favourite pair of leggings turn out to be in the wash. So you're going for your third favourite pair. They've got a hole in them. They don't make you feel great, but you'll have to make do, right? Because you've already spent five minutes searching through to find the, the stuff that you need. You then head downstairs. You've decided you can do an online workout, but you've forgotten your login details. It's been a while. So you have to do a password reset. And then you're like, oh, actually, what am I going to do? Which workout am I going to do? Do I want to do upper body or lower body? Do I want to do core? What do I want to do today? So you spend another five, 10 minutes faffing around, you know, looking for a workout to do, choosing which workout you're going to do. Then you're like, oh God, my mat's in the car. I did that. Pilates class two months ago and I never took the mat out of the car so I need to go get that the weights are in the cupboard in the hallway so I'll need to grab that my exercise bands actually no idea where they are because last time I saw them the kids were mucking around with them so they could be anywhere so then you're looking all around the house trying to find all of those things and you know what eventually you give up eventually you're like this is taking me 20 minutes faffing around trying to find everything do everything get all the things in place do you know what I'm going to do it another day just don't have enough time to do the workout now. I'll do it another time. So you can see that. And like I say, you've probably done some of those things and experienced some of those things. And there's so much friction there. There's so much resistance. There's a lot of things you actively have to think about. Where's my workout kit? Where are my weights? What's my login details? Like you've got to think, 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 think. Nothing is automatic. And it will require so much effort before you even started the workout. And actually, I thought this was a really interesting little study. I've been reading this book called Good Habits, Bad Habits by Wendy Wood. And there's this study which analysed how far people travelled to a fitness centre. So it used their mobile phone data and it looked at kind of how far they travelled from home to a fitness centre that they were paying for. Now, those who covered a median distance of 3.7 miles Went five or more times a month. Those who traveled 5.1 miles, so only a small difference, just you know, three or four minutes in terms of time in the car, only went once a month. So a really small difference in distance translated into actually a really big difference in habits. So that extra little bit of distance created more of a barrier, more friction to actually getting to the gym and doing the thing. Now, this is something that I have noticed myself. So years and years ago, when I used to work in London, I'd get off the tube and I would literally walk past my gym on my way to work. So I went to the gym a lot, right? It was there. It was easy. I'd get up early, I'd get on the tube, I'd go to the gym. It was on the way to work. And then I'd continue my, my journey into the office. And it made it easy. There was no friction there, right? But of course, circumstances changed. So when I was at home with a baby, God, 13 years ago now, it would have been too difficult, right? I was at home on my own all day. You know, if I wanted to go to the gym, I'd either have to wait until like eight o'clock at night when my husband was home or I'd have to do it at the weekend. So I stopped going to the gym so much and I started exercising at home a lot more because there was less resistance. There was less friction there. And, you know, even now, I could go to the gym again, like my kids are old enough for me to head off to the gym a few times a week. But, you know, even that 10 minute journey is enough to create the resistance for me. And and I know, I know in myself, I will go less because of that journey. 10 minutes there, 10 minutes back, it's going to create resistance. So I've hacked my environment by working out at home. Okay, so those things like show up all the time. Like you'll probably think of examples in your own life where you've done things because it was easy. And examples where you have not done things because it was hard. And, you know, when I think about my work environment, for example, when I'm sat here at my desk, I hate having loads of clutter around me. So I have to declutter. I have to make my environment a nice place to be. I have to make my environment easy for me. So my diary's in front of me, so I can easily update that when I need to. I've got my notebooks that I need in a holder on my desk, so they're really easy easy to access. The documents that I use most days, they're already open on my computer, so I don't have to faff around. I can just access them really easily. So all of those things are like creating the right environment. And you probably do similar things in, say, your work environment, your home environment, where you create as much ease as possible and you hack it so that you can create that. But we don't always think about that when it comes to our habits. So what we're looking to do is to reduce resistance as much as possible. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you through three examples of how you might create a more favourable environment to start bringing the kinds of habits into your life that you would like to. So I've, I've chosen three things that I think a lot of us try and do, you know, are really good examples that you can translate very easily into other things as well. So let's take our working out more. We've already gone through the non-hacked environment. So what would be a hacked environment? What would that look like? How are we going to create ease in our circumstances that are going to help us to do that thing. So I think number one, make a plan. Make a plan of what you're going to do. And I'm always going on about this to my members and to my clients. Know what you're going to do. Know when you're going to do it because it reduces friction. Okay. When you don't have a plan, you're on there, you're scrolling through, you're trying to find a workout. You're like, oh, that one looks good. That one looks good. That one looks good. And eventually you choose one. Whereas if you know, so for example, in the Chick Fit Members You choose a program. So you choose one particular program and you follow it, you know, step by step by step by step you complete one workout, you hit the button, it completes the workout for you. It takes you to the next page. So the next time you log in, you go straight to that next workout and you carry on and you do the thing. So it's designed to reduce friction. It's designed to make it as easy as possible to go, right, I know I've done that because it shows on my list that it's marked off. This is the workout that I need to do next. All right. So make a plan, know what you're going to do before you're going to do it. Like think about it the night before. What workout do I want to do tomorrow? And then plan that in. Second thing, get your exercise kit out the night night before and put it out. Even if you're not doing a workout first thing in the morning, just having it there so that when you do decide it's time, you pop up to your bedroom to get changed. Your kit is there. You're not having to dig around for it. You're not having to try and find it. It's all ready to go. The third thing, keeping all of your equipment in one place so it's easy to access. So I often recommend to my members that they create a little workout corner for themselves. It really doesn't have to take up a lot of room in your house. Just find a little corner where you can maybe pop a tiny table that you can put your um, your um iPad or your phone on so that you can view the workout. Have a basket that's got all of your kits in it so or if you've got kids who are likely to like steal things from you then maybe a basket with a lid on it and you tell them that this is mummy's stuff and they're not to touch it so you've got your exercise bands in there you've got your weights in there you've got all of the things that you need to do that workout it's there and it's ready to go maybe even fill your bottle of water up the night before so particularly if you're doing a workout first thing in the morning have it filled up have it sitting there ready to go And I think another thing that can help you to hack your environment is to do your workouts at the same times. So I've recently been experimenting with doing lunchtime workouts during the week. I can't always do them, but when I can before I was kind of being a bit more random with them and sort of like, sometimes I do them at lunchtime. Sometimes I do one late afternoon. Sometimes I do one another time. Actually, it's really helped me over the last couple of weeks to go, right, I just do a lunchtime workout. It becomes habit that that's what I do. And it's just made it that little bit easier. So you might think of other things as well, but those are a few ways that you can hack your environment you can see now that you've gone from the, you know, the previous example, which you know, would have taken you 15, 20 minutes to even get started, to this, where within five minutes, you're up, you're dressed, you're ready, and you're good to go, and you've got, you've got started. So that's number one that's example number one so let's take another example so you've decided you want to eat less sugar first of all clear the house of the sugary snacks and temptations or put them away somewhere that's not particularly obvious so in our house for example we do have a chocolate shelf um, but it's in the uh, we've got a utility room we've got a cupboard in there so it goes in there so it's not in the kitchen and uh, to get to our utility room it's not next to the kitchen you have to walk down the hallway and and round the corner to get to it so i mean it's not exactly far, but it just somehow creates that little bit of friction. Like when I open the, the cupboard to get my lunch out in the kitchen, I'm not seeing that stuff. It's somewhere else that I don't go as often. So the temptation is not there as much. And what I would say with this is don't use the kids as an excuse. Because I say this to be like, oh, well, you know, I've done it a bit, but I can't really get rid of all of it because I've got snacks for the kids you know, maybe use this as an opportunity to get some different snacks in for the kids and to start changing what they eat as well. So yeah, clear the house of it or put it somewhere that you don't access or you don't go to very often. So it's less obvious. The second thing is make a plan for what to have instead. So what, people often do is they go, right, I'm going to get rid of all the sugary snacks and I'm just going to power through with willpower. And willpower doesn't work particularly well. So you'll likely find something in the house. You're going to be like, oh yeah, there's that jar of chocolate spread in the cupboard that I've forgotten about. And you will go for that instead. So have a plan of what you're going to have instead and go buy some things, go buy some healthy snacks that you can put somewhere really obvious and you can get to easily. And I think the third thing is put snacks somewhere out of reach. I've kind of already said this, but for example, if you have decided to have some biscuits, and by the way, this isn't about like, let's not be all about getting rid of sugar completely. Like we can enjoy it as part of our diet. So you go, you grab the packet of biscuits, the cup of tea, you bring the packet of biscuits into the living room with you. And before you know it, half the packet has gone, right? You can create a little bit of friction for yourself by getting a couple of biscuits out, putting on a plate, taking that with you, putting the biscuits away, Don't leave them on the side. Put them away. Now, you may go back and have more. Absolutely. But it just creates that little bit of friction. It gives you a moment to think about, hang on a minute. Do I really need that? Do I really want that? Am I just doing it because it's easy to get to? So thinking about that around the less sugar thing. So those are some examples of how you can hack your environment to eat less sugar. And then we're going to finish off example number three, you've decided you want to do a daily meditation. So again, something that a lot of clients and members say to me, I'd love to do daily meditation. And they do find it sometimes quite a hard habit to to start to create. So how can you hack your environment? Well, number one, do it first thing in the morning. You know, if I don't, do it first thing in the morning, I'll I'll say to myself, oh, I'll do it later on. And usually I'll get to 10 o'clock at night and I'm like, oh, I never did that meditation today. Um, And I will forget. I absolutely will forget. So I do it first thing in the morning. It gets it out of the way. It's a no-brainer. It's easy and it's done. Secondly, do it while you're still in bed. So, you know, I sort of decided I was like, somebody said to me once, oh, you know, don't do your meditation in bed, get up and go and do it somewhere else that's not in your sleep space. And so it almost created a barrier for me. So I was getting up, going downstairs, sitting there doing my meditation. Now, it may not sound like much, but sometimes it was stopping me from doing the thing. Whereas now, yes, I might do that sometimes, but other times when I'm feeling a bit lazy, I might just sit in bed and do it and do that meditation. Now I don't lie down. I, I do try and sit up in bed. But again, it just, it just reduces that bit of resistance. And I think the third thing here is set down time on your phone. So what can happen is that you decide you're going to meditate. You've got your app on the phone that you're going to use to help you with meditation. So you open up your phone and you see that you've got, you know, seven, Facebook notifications, you've got three emails. And before you know it, you're looking at those things, right? So what I do is I set down on my phone, it comes on at eight o'clock at night, turns off at 7.30 in the morning. So when I first open my phone up, I can't see any notifications because those apps are... Grayed out, which means that I just go straight from my calm app that I use and I do the meditation and it doesn't distract me. So even something small like that can really, really, really help. So again, they're really simple. And I think that's the thing. Like none of these things are hard to do. None of these things take a lot of time or a lot of brain power. But what they do is they just ease you into being able to do this thing with that much more ease and with that much less friction. And you know, when we are trying to create a new habit, we've already got enough working against us in in our brain and all those kind of things that are going to make it hard for us to do that thing. So what are the things that we can do to like really smooth the path and smooth the way? So next time you're thinking about making some improvements, creating some new habits... I definitely want you to take a look at your environment and I definitely want you to take a look at how that could be affecting your ability to do those things and achieve those things. Look for the things that are causing friction. Look for the things that are making it easy for you to make an excuse. Look for the things that are making it easy for you to not ultimately do the thing and eliminate it. Eliminate it, change it, find a better way of doing it, find a way of doing it that is going to just make it as easy as possible and is going to require as little brain power as possible. Now, if you would like to work... On some healthy new habits right now, I've got something very special for you. It's my free healthy habit reset. It's a seven day reset, which is going to help you to absolutely nail one healthy new habit and create a big impact on your life because we all know that big change happens from the small steps. And if you can start with one new habit and if you can create success there, It just lays amazing foundations for even more habit change. So if you would like that, if you'd like a little bit of help, all I need you to do is head to HabitReset.co.uk, and you can get your copy there. You're going to receive it right into your inbox along with a video to get you started and daily emails, which are going to keep you on track. So I'm going to pop the link into the show notes for you, but do go and check that out. Right. I think that's all I've got to say on that subject this week, but I hope it's really got the cogs whirring. It's got you thinking about how you can hack your own environment to make things that little bit easier, maybe things that you are doing at the moment that you could just smooth the path a little bit more, maybe habits that you'd like to bring in that you can like really think about in advance, like how can I hack the environment to make this as smooth and easy and, you know, to to have to think as little as possible about what I'm doing and make it habit. So I'd love to hear from you. If you have got any ways that you're going to hack your own environment, just get in touch on my social media at Alex Chickfit and I'm going to love you and leave you. And I will see you next week where we're going to talk all about healthy habits and how to create them, but also how not to create them as well. So I'll see you next week for that. And thank you for listening. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. Don't forget to come over and join me on my social media channels at AlexChickFit for plenty more inspiration.